Live from NYC, human suplex machine. The one and only king. They stream it and they scream. It's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking. Everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out. It's all he's asking. Over like Rover. He keeps it real. He's no joker. Original. He's no poser. No competition. He's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer. Cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right. Yo, here we go. Here we go. A little Wednesday, a little edition, a little Wednesday edition of the Taz Show coming at you. If you're watching the video, you see that fancy Dan graphic right there. Kind of tells the whole story. Very proud to say this is the 300th episode of this show called The Taz Show. I want to thank everyone out there, everybody who's listening right now, either live or, wow, Quick Fade Jones, live or VOD or whatever you're doing, I appreciate it. Anything throughout the time of this show that's been rocking and rolling for 300 episodes, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone. If Even if you download or you know somebody who downloaded the show one time, thank you for that. And you gave the show, the show a chance. And you said, ah, you know, I never liked Taz as a wrestler. He sucks. Ah, I think he sucks as a radio host. I don't want to hear him. Or, you know what? I like Taz as a wrestler. I hate him in a radio realm. Ah, you know what? I don't have time to listen to 10 hours of programming. This guy's giving me free every week. Whatever the reasons were that you bailed on the show, it's all good. I appreciate you even listening one time. But for... The large audience that has been built, thanks to all of you guys and to the small team that I've had around me and been lucky enough to work with, I want to thank all of them. Uh, guys like, you know, uh, obviously Seth and uh, besides the, the guys that are on the show right now, Seth and Crying Brian and and Kells uh, for sure. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I think I said, I don't know if I said the captain. The captain, you know, I remember the captain, right? Buy a hat. You know, all, all the guys. I mean, uh, Jasmine was on here. You know, she was she was an intern doing the call screening. Jasmine, uh, how about, oh, who could ever forget the man himself, the handsome one? Test one, too. Handsome Johnny. Everybody misses handsome Johnny, of course. You know, how about the Viking? Big Rob, his short stint on the show, but always be part of the Taz show. The Viking part of the Taz show. So many people up until now where we got Anthony doing the calls. And then we got, of course, none other, and please say hello, the new producer of the Taz show, and that is Dennis the Lumberjack Jones. Timber! What's going on, buddy? Good moment, Taz. Good moment. You seem very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you do your thing. I, I... Jeez. I wanted you to build into it. This is a giant moment. You you kind of barnacled into this thing. Do you realize that? I don't know. I got lucky. Yeah, that's it. Very you gotta, lucky. Just, just happened to be it's like your third show, and it's a 300 Come episode. Come in at 297 and then hit it hard at 300. <laughs> Take all credit for all the other ones. <laughs> exactly. It's all because of me, by God. <laughs> the whole thing's because of me, me, me. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should say. The one guy I did not thank, uh, I, I probably, hopefully I didn't forget anybody else, but the one guy... And then thank you, that's Video Brian, who's still on the show. Video Brian has been on the Taz show from the beginning. So, and we, we're going to, we're gonna, you know, uh, <laughs> there's going to be more uh, Taz shows uh, going forward. But we're we're going to pass 300 starting today. And Video Brian has been a massive part of the show. No one sees him or hears him on the show, but he's referenced almost every every episode. 
And Brian has been a true, uh, you know, uh, a professional and uh, a rock that basically, you know, is the glue, the video director of the show. Also a guy that I go to and bounce things off of and, and, and use as a soundboard and get get some advice from, uh, you know, creatively, technically, everything. So Brian is a big, big help to me. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if we'd have 300 shows if it wasn't. The, the main two guys would be Brian and Seth without those two guys. I mean, they were on the show from the beginning, dude. Like, the first show, and I've talked about this in the past, where I was doing the show in the room that Brian works in now, in the, um, uh, what do you call it, the production gimmick video room there. And uh, that's where I used to do the show at it, before we had the video rolling. And we, it was just me, Brian, and Seth. And, and Brian was supposed to be the video director, and he was doing call screening because we didn't have the video rolling yet. So we were doing the show out of there, out of, out of that, that room, you know, so... Just like an edit uh, studio. So, uh, and then it quickly evolved into doing video and being in this room and yada, yada. And I got a feeling, I could be wrong, but maybe time, maybe by the time we get to the 600th episode of the Taz Show, that, uh, or, or definitely before that, we will be in a bigger studio. How about that? Aha! Yes! Well, that's me put myself out there and things I probably shouldn't. Uh, but yes, um, so that's what's probably going to happen there. Right? The things are getting. Hopefully, this year in 2017, we're going to get bigger and better. Right? That's what I'm going to tell you. Um, so I want to thank everybody, and and I know a lot of you guys are calling the show already, and I'm going to I'll get to some of those calls. I'm also going to talk about SmackDown in this episode for sure. Might talk a little football, a little bit, not much in the beginning, uh, but definitely uh, going to talk SmackDown. And I got a chance to see SmackDown and talking Smack. I did not see 205 Live, so if you have anything on that, you can kind of educate me because I didn't get a chance to see that. But if you want to call a show like we do on every single episode, it's a very simple process. Jobbers, all you slunkers can do it very easily. Attention hotline fans. It's an 866 475 2948. 866 475 2948. Yes. Um, yes, it's marvelous. <laughs> I'm hacking the Matt Hardy. Oh, man. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy about this. I'm proud of this 300 thing. And what do I have planned? Oh, what does the Tash, or what does what does the lumberjack have planned? And Anthony and Brian, crying Brian behind the scenes, and and Seth. What did these guys come up with? These guys are all creative geniuses. Taz's team. These guys are amazing. Taz is a genius. What do they have planned? It's got to be something great, right, Betty? Yeah, John. What is it? Oh, I'll tell you, Bob. It's absolutely nothing special is planned. <laughs> That's the Taz Show. We didn't want to rest on our laurels. You can't. <laughs> no. We, we can only get better. <sighs> Dude, It's life is about boss-setting low Jones. I mean, you, <laughs> you just keep it low. 300's a, a pretty high bar. That's I know, not low. I know, but that's I don't want people to think. I'm over here yelling out, I'm going to have a bigger studio. I'm doing 7,000 shows. You know, it's, it's, I'm Howard Stern all of a sudden. Like, I don't want to act like that. There. Yeah, we'll see. I hope I can make it the next week. Oh, what are you kidding me? I mean, so... It's <laughs> me too. I hope you can make it the next week. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the guys in your position, it's been a very, very bad track record. I mean, I'm just letting you know, it's been very rough for the producers on the show. I mean, Lean Mean did an awesome video, a, a quick video for the 300 episode. You could find it on my Facebook page, the Taz Show page at uh, Gimmick Taz Show. I don't even know what it's called. It's Facebook Taz. Gimmick Taz Show. Yeah, something. You, you guys know the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. That one. And uh, and and Lean Mean, I, you know, don't do this Lean Mean if you hear or watch me, please. I'm joking what I'm about to say. He could probably do 
a it'd be funny funny to do a video <laughs> on all the producers of the Taz Show. Everyone who sat in that chair. It'd be a long montage. It would be long. It would be very long. But I don't want him to do that. It's just throwing it out there. So uh, I got to see Kells yesterday. He was in the studio. Haven't seen him in a long time. Some of the long-time listeners of the show know who Kells is. He had a presence on. You know, he produced for one week. I don't know if you know that. I did not. Yeah, he did. He had to. Well, because it was like once... I can't remember who jumped off at that point. It was like... You know, I, 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 I I have refused to think it's me. You know, I mean, it's it's everybody else's problem, not me. I, I've been great. Um, I don't know why people just don't like working with me. It's sad in a way. But uh, no, no, I, I'm joking. It's not about that. It's it's more of, I think it's been, the producer role's hard here because this is a digital show. This show, when this first started, let me tell you, I wanted to save this speech for the 1,000th episode, okay? But uh, I'm going to do it now. Okay, that was a joke. Okay, so you have to laugh at my jokes. Don't you understand that? I was going to say, we can, do, we can just replay this episode at 1,000 no, no, and see if they no, notice. No, 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 no! What do you mean, no? No. No, sir. No. You're forgetting. I had this speech set for my 1,000th episode, right? Okay. That I was going to say, but I'm, you know, I, I, you know I, I almost have to say it now. And it's basically, thank you, everyone, and to getting to this milestone... And uh, onward and upward, and here we go. Like, something like that. And that was it. But, but, and I had something else, but I don't want to say it now because I, I it's got to be for like a bigger milestone. That's a good tease. I know. Keep I know. listening. Uh, Come yeah. 1,000, <laughs> we're going to unload the promo of all promos. Oh, it'll be the best 30 seconds of your life besides some of your honeymoons. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it'll be, oh my God, the phones are really jammed up. Oh boy. Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, so anyway, that's the um, that's the deal. So, uh, SmackDown. I to- I'm gonna talk about that in this episode. As I said, um, I-, I gotta clear some of these phone lines because it is definitely jammed up. But, um, but definitely, I want to thank everybody. All kidding aside, you know, I have a lot of fun on here. But I want to thank everybody for, you know, all of the, um, you know, all the love, all the guys that are real supporters of the show, all the factions that are out there. You don't know about that, Lumberjack. There's factions out there of different fan groups. But they all, they used to hate each other's guts, but now they're all kind of friends, but they kind of still stay in their own little family. But they're all been, they all have been awesome. I don't want to start naming them. I want to just leave it at that. They all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, if you leave one out. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't want to do that. So, so I just, because we've had issues in the past on the show. <laughs> there's, been, there's been some, it's not all been rainbows and butterflies here. Guys like you and Anthony, you just jump on now while it's like, oh, this is great. I love the Taz Show. This is fun. Oh, wow, look at that big audience. Oh, wow, look at Yeah, you guys don't understand what it used to be. Getting oh. the getting's good. Oh, yeah. You guys, the timing is everything, and you guys had hit it. Both you and your friend Anthony. Both you guys. No doubt about that. Yes. I'm telling you that right now. You're very, very fortunate. You're very lucky. You also look like you cleaned your beard a little bit today, too, which is going to look a little sharp today. I like that. For the 300th episode, I decided I would do something nice for you. So I showered this morning. Okay, I don't need you to do anything nice for me as far as showering. I don't care if you have BO. I've worked with guys in here that smell like ass. Okay, I don't care. That's fine. I got the gimmick spray. Oh, it's a long time. F- See? It's just broke. Does it reach? Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> but I'll tell you this right now. I'm telling you this right now. Okay, I noticed you got the Rover shirt on, which is obviously for sale over at Clothesline. Clothesline.com. You can buy it. Plug Jones. Okay, but more importantly, the question everybody wants to know about your apparel did you or did you not wear the gimmick winter hat that I purchased for you for a holiday gift? I have good news for all the listeners. Oh, wait a minute. I love good news. 
Ta-da. Okay, you got to wait for the drum roll to well, stop. It's a long one. You've told me I know. It just keeps on going. You got to wait for it to stop. It's the. All right. This is a remix version. Yeah, it just keeps we'll going. That's why you got to watch the video, guys. You're missing all this great content right now. And begin. Ta-da. Oh, yes. There it is. Yes, the official yes. Lumberjack Jones. Uh, now, I have a question. Yes, yes, yes. Where did you get these made? They're in Vermont, correct? Okay, okay, easy, easy, easy. If they don't pay money for advertising, we don't promote them. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. All right. So why would you ask me questions? I told you yesterday, sir, please do not ask me questions. I do not like being asked questions. Well, it says El Tasho. I know. Oh, it's in Spanish. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's just a fun thing. I, I, I cost, hold it up so the camera can see it, oh. son. I know you're not used to being on TV, and even though you're not right now. Face it's for strict. radio. It's Lumberjack Jones, El Taz Show. Yeah, and, and Video Brian's. I think his says uh, El Taz Show on it. Yeah. I mean, it's mine a does nice it. touch. Well, I don't what have does my, yours say? Mine says Gimmick Clubhouse. I don't have it with me, though. Oh, you're I, I'm over at Barry. <laughs> I didn't wear it. Well, it's a little warm out today. You know? Well, that was the thing. So I get on the subway today, and I'm wearing I'm like, you know what? I don't want Taz to bury me on air. Let me let me <laughs> let me, let me dress to the nines in, in Taz apparel. Uh, and I get on there, and I just start, whew. Deep breathing. Guessed. I'm like, I yeah. Gotta, these hats are. I will say, when when the weather does drop again, yeah, no, they're, it's, they're good. For for mid January, it's nice in in New York today. It's so I'm saying tomorrow and Friday. Temperature wise, yeah, yeah. maybe not. Yeah, slush and whatnot, but right, temperature wise, right. it's nice. Okay, you know what? You know what, dude? Nobody cares about the weather. No one cares. Okay, you, you got to stop. Just make your point and move on. This is my show. <laughs> Fair enough. The hats are really hot. <laughs> it's going to be good when the temperatures drop very low. Yes, they the are, end. sir. Yes, they are. Now, but I did never answered your question about why you're, you're curious why it says El Taz show on it. Very. Okay, it's just a, just a fun thing. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot. You know, I just it's just fun, just something different. You know, right. I, w- I wasn't sure if we were like branching out to other countries. No, no, no. What's his name? We talked this about Portney El Prez. He does the L. You're right. Just thought about that. Yeah, just a fun thing. Cool guys like us. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah I'm we, not there yet. No, no, you're getting it all. You're getting there. You're getting a rub. You're getting a rub. You you are just a nub getting a rub. That's basically all your deal is right there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Johnny in the UK. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hello there, Don Papi Taz. Ah, the Poppy Jones. How are you, my friend? Oh, I stumped you. I asked you how you're doing, and you stumped. What's up, Johnny? Sorry, sorry. can you hear me? I couldn't hear yes, you. Yes, Johnny, I got you. What's up, buddy? How are you? How's it going? Uh, all good, and yourself? Oh, very good, Happy my friend. Happy 300th episode. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that very much. What's going on, big guy? Oh, uh, no, well, uh, first time, long time. Oh, interesting, interesting <laughs> turn of events. Ah, the airbag! First caller on a 300 episode, it's a newbie Jones. I love it. That's good, bro. Well, yeah, I appreciate I you jumping on. Is it your, are you new to the show, listening or watching, or not? Uh, no, no, no. Well, I've I've actually um, been listening since the Royal Rumble last year. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate um, that. That's so cool. So I've been hooked since. Um, to be honest, it's like here in the UK, um, it's uh, wrestling is not really talked about, even within a group of friends. So listen to your show. Oh, cool. It kind of opens up the conversation. Nice. That's the idea, buddy. I appreciate hearing so, that. that. So really appreciate nice. it. Good, bro. Thanks, man. What, what can I help you with, big guy? Uh, no, well, I mean, yesterday you touched on it, but you hmm. n- never really got into it, which was the whole Kenny Omega situation. Yes, yes. So, um, I mean, I, I've, I do watch a lot of New Japan. Uh, I don't watch every episode, but I do watch most of them. Um, and to me, uh, if I'm honest, uh, with the whole direction that they want to go through, which is a worldwide direction, 
I, I see Kenny Omega as the that guy that will take them to to that position because obviously he kind of relates to the fans in the states and all over the world. Um, obviously, with the English, uh, being able to speak English with Shakada, he's not able to. So, right, right. in my opinion, I probably think that he's probably trying to hype himself up and 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 put his name out there to obviously then come back to New Japan and say, obviously, this is a place for me. That's the way I see it. So you're but saying, you're, you're um, saying, you're, like I mean, you just said the, before, where there's smoke, there might be fire as well. Right, right. So what, what you're saying is possible. You hear me, right? You can hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hear, yeah. Uh, what you're saying is possibly that, um, okay, so what I alluded to, I think a week ago, on Friday, whatever it was, that maybe Kenny Omega, because of his tweet a few days back, Maybe he's going to WWE, and so you're kind of saying he's using that as what we would call as leverage to stay with yeah. New Japan. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, that, that, that's that's what I'm thinking. To be honest, I mean, right. even the the people, you know, because everyone is talking about him. Right. Uh, well, not that I, 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 I do consider myself a, a huge fan. So oh yeah, no, he's and he's, a, he's an ama- listen, listen, he's an amazing talent, bro. Right? You know that, right? I mean, j- yeah, j- yeah. J- he really is. And and I got to tell you this, Johnny. The, the more I've been thinking about the past 48 hours a little bit and, and, and doing a little digging and thinking, uh, I, I don't think he's going to WWE. I, I, don't. I don't. And I don't think he did this as leverage. I think that he just had a, you know, a, a point in his career after a monumental, amazing moment, an amazing match um, you know, at, at Wrestle Kingdom 11. And, and I think that it was just overwhelming in a sense that he had to kind of regroup a little bit. Let's see what's going on. Let me weigh out my options. But I do think that he ends up back. Uh, and thank you, Johnny, from the UK for calling. I do think he ends up back, or not even back. I don't think he's leaving because he never left. But he'd have to be leave something to be back in it. So I don't think that he's uh, leaving New Japan. I think he's going to be with New Japan. That's my, my, uh, my, uh, my deal. I hope he goes to WWE or somewhere else in the States so I can see him more because I'm a fan of his work. Uh, I know I can see him with New Japan, but I, you know, I I like watching live live, and I, I'm not I don't go crazy with trying to find streams of wrestling shows. A lot I don't have time. I have no time for that. No time. No 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 time. So so uh, I just don't. I'd love to. I can't. I don't have the time for it, and I'm too busy. And I, I'm not trying to act like Big Shot Jones, uh, Big Swinging Dick Jones. I'm not trying to do that. But I'm just saying I don't have time for it. I don't. Not I don't. Not now. Not right now. Not today. Not happening. So. Okay, so the thing is, though, but I do think that Kenny Omega is going to uh, stay right where he is. Maybe, I mean, to Johnny from the UK, that call who just called, maybe to his point, because I, I think that's what Johnny was saying. He, he used the tweet as a little bit of a leverage move. Maybe he's in a negotiation with New Japan, and he's trying to get a little more coin out of them. I mean, we, he wouldn't be the first guy to do something like that. And in this day of age of wrestlers, you, you, you use social media for that. Yeah, <clears throat> that could have happened. That definitely could have happened. There's no doubt about that. Um, but, you know, we shall see. I think that that will, um, that will unfold sooner rather than later uh, in regards to Kenny Omega. So he's a great talent for sure. And that match that he had, uh, not just that match, so many of his matches are great. And he's, he's got that kind of push and buzz with, with, a, with a great company like New Japan for a reason. because he is that good. Uh, so, hey, uh, Bad Money Slim on the Taz Show from Pennsylvania. What's up, brother? Slim. Bad money, slim. The volume just went to the floor. I can barely hear you. All right, what about now? What is going on? Why, 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 Dennis Jones? This is bad money, slim. 
He's, he's, I can kind of hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you clear, and I think the audience can hear you clear. Um, what's going on, buddy? So I just called in to say congratulations and thank you for the first 300. Well, Bad Money Slim, uh, you are a big part of the show for a long time, especially when we had the Hump Day promos. That's where everybody got to know who you are. I know on social media you really uh, help promote the show, you and a bunch of other cats, and I appreciate that You know very much. You, you know that. And, um, and I hope you stay a, a supporter of the Taz Show forever. I really do. Well, that won't be an issue. I guarantee you that. I really do, bro. Um, everything else going on? Everything's good? Uh, no, that's it, man. I just wanted to say congratulations. Oh, that's so nice of you, Slim. I appreciate it, but sorry for the crappy connection. You know, maybe after the next 300 shows, we'll have the phones down to a friggin' science. You know what I mean, Slim? Timber! <laughs> Timber! Ah, oh, Bad Money Slim right there, ladies and gentlemen, the Bad Money Slim. Dennis, you are embarrassing me to my masses, to my audience, my vast audience. What is going on? Vast was good. Yes. It's, uh, Brian's getting in my ear saying <sighs> the audio levels are low. Not on our end. It's something in the, in the engineering world. Now, we had a minor technical issue before we went live. You don't need to give details. I don't know what it was. I, you won't. You go, I won't. I don't want to know. Okay, but I know there was phone calls being made at 6 in the morning. There was people being woken up. People want to see the 300th episode. I got to get that to them. Yes. Well, you did, but now can they hear it? That's the only issue. Yeah. It, I mean, not well, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, they can hear it, but we just don't know how well they can hear it. I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, hey, uh, Noah, in uh, Sweet Home, Alabama, uh, you were on a Taz show. Uh, please don't cry because of what happened. On hey, me. what's up, what's Taz? Going on, buddy? What's up, what's man? Up, uh, Lumberjack. Good moment. Hey, can you? Uh, how, how's everything, Noah? Can you hear me good? Everything's good on your end. The uh, audio dropped for me too, man. I can barely hear you. What? Once you got on the phone. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, what about now? You hear me better now? A little bit. Really? Can you hear this? No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Hey, man, congratulations on show 300, man. You deserve every bit of success you're getting, brother. Hey, well, listen, you you just like Slim, you know, you're just one of the other guys that's been a, a big supporter of the show and been out there listening and 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 uh, just for a long time, you know, I think from the beginning probably. So I, I want to thank you, man, just uh, for supporting the show, man, and, and keep rocking, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh-huh. What do you, uh-huh, uh, I mean, uh, what do you, you, you support gonna, the I, best content on the planet. That's right. In my opinion, that's your right. show is the best wrestling show on the planet. Thank you very much. And that means a lot to me, sir. And I know you mean that. And the thing is, like, I really believe what I do, uh, like, and I'm not bragging what we do. Me, the audience, the team here, you know, we over, all of us, right? Noah, we know that. We over. We're over like Rover, all of us. And the thing is, because what we do, bringing those 10 hours Bringing that live, uh, bringing it with video, nobody's doing it to this level. So I appreciate that from CBS and from the audience and my team. But the thing that everyone wants to know, when they hear your voice, Noah, okay? And I think you know where we're going here, my friend. Um, I'm not one of those guys, you know that. But I just, you know, you've talked to Alabama football a lot with me. You guys fell on Saturday, on Monday. Uh, I don't think it's something to be ashamed of. An amazing career. But are the rumors true? That because Nick Saban had his first loss in like the past ten years, uh, in a big game, that he's getting fired. Is that true? <laughs> Noah. Dad. <laughs> I don't think he found that funny. I, I cannot hear you that good, brother. He can't hear me. All right, no problem. I was Joe. Noah, can you hear me now? 
All right. Well, no, I'm sorry for the technical difference. I was joking around with you about Nick Saban, but you couldn't hear me. No problem, buddy. Thank you for calling, Noah. All right. Yeah, so we got to get these phones. Those people on hold, stay on hold. We're not going to get rid of you. We'll get that fixed. We don't know what's going on. So there's, there's an issue with the phones. It's just, this is, I, look, ladies and gentlemen are listening or watching the show. This is like, on, on this show, since the beginning, and I've talked about this in the past, not a lot. You know, when you do a live streaming show with audio and video, and I brag about it because I'm proud of it. Not just for me, but for everybody here and for you guys to check it out and you guys supporting. But when you do this, believe it or not, in this digital world we live in, it's not a perfect science. It's not like everybody thinks, oh, it's it's the year 2017 and Digital Jones and all this. It really isn't, guys. And the thing is, I used to get crazy. I used to get mad up here because I came from the wrestling business where I was working for the WWE for a long time or for TNA for a long time. From a production standpoint in both those companies, you know, it's it's there's never a flaw because you're doing broadcast worldwide TV. The key word there is broadcast. I'm teaching you guys something here about TV and radio and audio and digital, I mean, and, and, and video. It, when you do broadcast, that's that's the that's the world heavyweight championship. Okay, when you're doing digital or streaming, okay, streaming stuff, even all the stuff that's popping, not not forget wrestling, other stuff. Okay, it's 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 the Intercontinental title. In my case here, it's the Western States Heritage title. We've been over that, but in most cases, it's the IC title. I'm giving it to you in wrestling analogies. So it's still not as popular as it is in all these digital companies that are trying to put out digital content on sports, on, on TV shows, or original programming, and Amazon, and all these companies, and, and, and uh, YouTube is doing their own shows, and you can buy ad time, and you can watch stuff on Hulu and Amazon, all this stuff. You know, if it's live, you're running a risk of something not going right, <laughs> and it's especially because of digital. Digital is not a perfect science yet. Live broadcast, I've been I've been fortunate to be a part of a ton of them in wrestling on TV. And there usually isn't massive problems or the same problem back-to-back days, which brings me to here, now, today. So we do phones every day on this show. We have You guys have a platform to call in the show and communicate and talk wrestling or whatever else you want to talk about, right? So we know that. And now, to me, I... I still, in my brain, because I have a very simplistic brain, I still say to myself, well, wait a minute. If the phones worked great Friday and the phones worked great yesterday, why are the phones not working great today? Now, that's a logical question. And I used to ask that question in a violent form when I first started the show. Because not just the phones, but sometimes with the audio mix or even when the, the, the audio on demand podcast, as some of you uh, civilians would call it, when that drops... You know, it, it's even a different, sometimes it's different. Sometimes the mix is off, this, that. Yo, my point in all this, this this stuff I'm telling you right now, at the end of the day, not to confuse you, this digital world we live in kind of sucks. And it's, it's, I mean, digital in general, because it's not a perfect science yet, especially live. Especially live. So we're live, and we do every form of communication. I got the gimmick chat over at TashShow.com, so you guys can go in there and communicate there. We'll do Facebook Live probably starting next week, um, but not every day anymore like we used to. We'll do it probably twice a week, and I'll let you know what days that are in the next coming days. So I just want to let you know. So like I got a, a true fan of the show like Noah on the phone or Bad Money Slim, 
and they can't hear me, and I make a pretty good joke about Alabama football without disrespecting the program, about Nick Saban being fired, which is a joke, and the poor guy can't hear the joke. It kind of sucks. And I blame uh, usually the people that are in the room with me, and that's uh, yeah, the lumberjack Dennis Jones. So uh, what's going on, buddy? Guilty as charged. Uh, no, is it your fault or not? It, it doesn't seem to be from people. Uh, Anthony, check the stream. Stream's good. Everything... Right. Audio-wise, is fine. It just seems to be the callers. Mm. So, we're looking into it currently. So, well, I will take I will take the blame for it, even though it's no, no, no. even okay. though it's not my fault. You don't have to take the blame. More importantly, in all of this, okay, where the f is my coffee? I can't find my coffee. I might have drank it. No. <laughs> You didn't drink it. I think I left it outside on the gimmick table. If if somebody could find my coffee, it's a gigantic Dunkin' Donuts coffee. It's huge. It's like a vat. Can you please get it for me, whoever's roaming the halls here? Whoever's messing up the phone lines. I know we got to go to break soon, but I, I can't work without my coffee. Okay, I need caffeine. This is the this is sad. This is the 300 episode. We're having problems. I don't have my coffee. The phones aren't working. People are on hold. I'm afraid to get them on the phone because I don't want them not to hear me. You know, it's like, what am I doing? I got to talk SmackDown live. I'm going to talk SmackDown. I saw Talk and Smack. I got a lot to do. We got tech problems. What the F is going on? Yes, thank you, CBS. Thank you for giving me the shift. Shift, Jones. This would not happen to me with my new best friends in the WWE. Never. It would never happen. But you know why? Because I was always friendly and respectful to Vince McMahon. He loves me. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. That's the reason. Never happened in TNA. You can say whatever you want about TNA. Production-wise, this would never happen. And that's a shoot, as the kids call it in wrestling. Shoot, I say. But no, I got to deal with Shaft Jones. Dry heave Jones. On that note, I'm going to break. Other side of break, we'll get these phones fixed or I'm quitting. And we will talk SmackDown. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, all right. So I think we're good now. From what I hear, we uh, the crack staff here did some work during the break. So the phone line should be good. So those that listen to audio on demand that don't really give a rat's ass about the phones, you're like, I don't really care about the phones. Well, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just about you. You know, it's about me. Let's be honest. So that's uh, what we all need to remember. And, uh, you know, it is the 300 edition of the show. It wouldn't be a Taz show without some sort of tech issue. So, I mean, we were going good for a while. And then it just kind of... We hit the wall here. So, listen, did anybody call you? Are you on the phone a lot? Anybody important say anything to you, uh, Dennis, or what? I spoke to the KFJ. Oh, that's Seth. Yes. He said, on behalf of everybody at CBS, he apologizes. No one cares. That's great. Um, so, it's, it's, you know, I feel, why is it always Seth speaking to me and my staff about, on behalf of CBS? Where is the big bosses? Why did no big bosses call into my show or pop in here? Hey, Taz, congrats on the 300 Jones. Why? They're not up this early. Rising they don't care. That's why. They don't care about me. Close the door so no one hears me. Um, <laughs> get the door open. The freaking boss is down the block over here. 300th and last show. trying to show. get me fired? What are you, 
you know, I buried up. They, they, look, I have an agreement on my contract. I could bury all of them as much as I want, as long as I do it only in this room with the door closed. They don't care about the microphone. I tell them I got like four listeners. Don't worry about it. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they keep making bank on my ass. Ha ha ha! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know it. So I'm going to talk smack down here in a second. I, I, I got to check the phones. A lot of people are calling the show. 300 episodes, a big deal. Nothing but tech issues. Taz is still smiling. Taz isn't mad. Taz isn't telling everybody in the studio to go F off, which is just basically me and the lumberjack. Taz is staying calm, and that's what Taz does. Janet Joe, you're on the Taz Show from Ohio. What's up, buddy? Good gimmick, Taz! Large. Yes, Chandler Joe. What's going on? Can you hear me good, buddy? I hear you loud and proud, streaming and screaming. What yeah. else is new? What's up, brother? Good. So we got the phones fixed. We got Chandler Joe. His hands are always, you know, shuffling around in a toilet bowl full of muck and mire. What's going on, big guy? Well, I just uh, <laughs> wanted to be uh, one of the few and the proud to uh, congratulate you on uh, your 300th episode, and here's the 900 more. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate that. I know you, uh, you're you another guy who's been, uh, you know, always calls into the show for a long time, and... You know, I appreciate the love uh, for sure and the support, man, because I know uh, you're usually knee-deep in shit, pun intended, but uh, I do appreciate it very much. You know what I mean? Oh, and I uh, appreciate all that, too. And, yeah, uh, I just wanted to say a few other things here. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Ever since going to this gimmick university, I have, uh, you know, this is a big, um, big moment here. You know, I've actually have been using bleach. Really? So you hold, wait, yeah. hold, really? That's interesting. Really? Whoa, 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 wait, hold on. What were you using? What's that? I mean, how did you clean without bleach? What's the disinfectant method? Oh, well, there's something called a neutral cleaner that was less harsh than bleach, but uh, winter break Jones, and, you know, we pull out all the stops. All right. <laughs> so you've now upgraded to bleach. Um, please be careful breathing that stuff in because it could burn your nasal passage out. Oh, I hear you. And, you know, I was uh, talking to the boss, and I was like, well, the Taz, you know, this guy called Taz, he uh, really puts his stuff over. I think I really should be using this stuff, so. Yeah, the bleach. You know, we oh, did. yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And then with uh, Lumberjack Jones, uh, first time meeting you, long time, well, three days listening to you, I just wanted to uh, ask you, how does the Robert Trujillo, uh, <laughs> how's the Robert Trujillo treatment treating you? You're with the band for a couple months, and all of a sudden you're, uh, you know, going to the whole thing. I got. I'm getting pushed to the moon right now. Push Jones. Uh, yeah, he's getting pushed. Well, uh, careful on the way down. Chandler <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I got a feeling that you've been kind of at times pouring some of that bleach upon your body and wearing a white t-shirt and socks and nothing else. And I don't think that you should do that, and that's disturbing. I'm just telling you, okay? Well, I'll keep that in mind. Thanks, Taz, and uh, have a great show. All right. Thank you, Chandler Joe, my friend Chandler Joe right there. Never met the guy. Uh, I don't know him if I bumped into him, but I'll tell you what. He's a long-time caller of the show. I like the guy. He's a dirty bastard, that's for sure, but I like him. What do you think was his degree at... Uh, Who's he? Chandler Joe. He said he graduated from... No, no, Jimmy please. Q. Sir, sir, you have not gone back and listened to the old Taz shows. He does not go to that university. He works at that university. He's a freaking janitor. He just said he graduated. No, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He, this is the gimmick. He works at a university in Ohio, Golden Flashes, GTS, and that's where he works. 
He cleans all the toilets at this big college. I don't know why he said the word. He said the word graduate. Don't yeah. you don't have to yell at the school. He doesn't want people to know what school it is. Pretty big secret, apparently. But yeah, so so but yeah, he did not grab. Why are we talking about Janet Joe? Why? I was going to say congrats on the degree. I don't want. I don't, he does no. He doesn't even know what he's saying. The guy is sniffing bleach. He's, I mean, he might be drinking it. <laughs> you realize what's going on here? Hey, Miles in California, you on the Taz show? What's up, buddy? Happy the hundred, man. How's it Thank going? You. Good, Miles. How you doing, buddy? Doing great, man. Doing good. Guys, you the same, man. So, what's your take on Dolphin's new attitude? I'm loving it. And what do you think about that, that um, big match that was um, announced for the, the, Diva, the um, women's title? The cage match. On next week. Well, yeah. first and foremost, I think Dolph Ziggler's a heel. I like it. They went silent Jones when he was kind of quiet yesterday in the interview gimmick and all that. And he's, he's definitely, you know, heel, heel. And I like that. I think he needs it. I think, well, let's see how he. Um, you know, evolves, Miles, but the guy is definitely one of the top workers in the biz. He's underratedly good, and he can talk his ass off, and he's credible. So totally. I think that he's going to be a badass heel. I would change his look a little bit. If I was if I was Dolph, I'd do something with my hair. I'd change his hair. It's up to him, obviously, but I would definitely tighten up my hair. I mean, sh- yeah. uh, shave it or bald it or, or buzz it like a buzz cut or something. Just a different look, you know, change. Uh, I mean, he's got a great physique, so he could keep wearing trunks, but I kind of change the colors a little bit. I would just, you know, I wouldn't be so flashy. I would just change my look a little bit. So, But they might do that eventually, Water, or he might do it on his own because it seems like that's what goes on, uh, kind of like a slow burn heel. Like he turned heel, as we know, but now it's yeah. like we're starting to see a lot of heel overtones instead of just being a blown out heel. Like, yeah. you know, how it used to be back in the day where a guy would just turn heel and he's heel. You know, like, yeah. every, you know, this it, this day and age, it seems like it's a little bit more of a, they do something heelish. People are in the company creatively are pondering and perplexed. Is this person a good guy or bad guy now? And then they kind of let it play out. As far as the girls, Miles, um, you know, Becky and Alexa in the cage, that's next week, right? I think on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome, dude. That's the first time either of these ladies were uh, in uh, that are going to be in a steel cage. I think it's great because the, the story they built because of the Lucha, La Luchadora gimmick, where they don't know you know who this La Luchadora gimmick is, so the cage will keep that away or keep that Lucha gimmick out. <clears throat> yeah. we'll, we'll see. And I, actually, I don't know if you watched. Did you watch Talking Smackless? Both Alexa and uh, Becky nah, were on. Oh man, I don't have a network, man. It sucks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they were on there, and um, uh, Becky and Alexa, and um, you know, uh, they were talking about it, and 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 they kept them on different sides of the desk. And thank you for calling, Miles. I appreciate it. Um, and it was pretty good. I mean, Shane McMahon was one of the hosts on this particular episode of Talking Smack, uh, along with Renee, who's the regular host there. And I got to tell you, Shane. Okay, in my opinion, okay, uh, he needs to stay hosting that show. He is great. He's got a history in the business of being on camera and doing some hosting here and there when he was younger. If you go back and do your homework, Shane is a natural. Uh, I, I know he's busy. He obviously don't need the money. He's a McMahon and he owns the company. He's one of the owners, obviously, in, in, to a degree, right? Um, but from a performance perspective, the character and the person, Shane McMahon, is excellent in that role. If you did not watch Talking Smack, check it out. I'm telling you right now, the guy did a great job, and I'm not surprised. I, I, I no, no disrespect to Daniel Bryan, but I'm going to be frank. He's better than him. Uh, definitely better than him. I just don't think I, I don't think Daniel Bryan should be on that show. Um, I, Renee, you, you know, they, the company loves Renee. I'm, I'm not an over the top, 
ultra fan of how she does her work. I think she's very good, Renee, in her backstage interview stuff. I, I know she hosts a lot of shows. She's very good from a timing perspective. Her voice cuts through. She has a, 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 a distinctive-sounding voice. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just some old school sometimes. I think she's very comfortable with the talent a lot. She gets a little too little comfortable sometimes. And I'm old school with that. What are you smirking at? I think that's funny considering her, her love interest. I thought that was a funny joke, even though <laughs> even though you weren't making a joke. Well, that's why I'm awesome. I'm funny when I don't mean to be. Yes, that's exactly. What are you saying? You're t- what's her name? What's up? Her boyfriend is uh, uh, Dean Ambrose, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so what, what what's so funny about I what I said? It was said? funny. You were like, oh, she gets a little too close to the talent. Okay, it, dude, you, why are you making this like I'm? I'm, I'm not saying. She, I, 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 I know. I know you're of, not. Her boyfriend is a wrestler, so that's, I know you're not. I'm just sophomoric. Dennis, I am doing my opening monologue here. In the second segment, yes, this is the this is a thing on the show. You okay. need to have a conversation with the former producer of the show. You need to have another. I know you're friends with him. Which one? Oh, come on, the captain. Remember him? Buy a hat. That guy. He'll tell you. Sometimes the opening monologue could go on and on and on and on and on. You know what? You think that the band interrupts Jimmy Fallon when he does his opening monologue? You're the, right. Whatever they're called, the the Catch Scratch Fever Band, whatever they're called. Ted Nugent special. Yeah. <laughs> You know that song, right? Jimmy Fallon and the Cat Scratch Fevers. Cat Scratch Fever. I don't know the second verse. Yeah, there you go. I used to sing all the time on the Taz show early on. You had a great set of pipes, and now you're you're shying away from it. Well, I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to overshadow everyone with my talents. They stuff me in this room like a sardine Jones over here. You know what I mean? They just they go ahead and do your thing. Let's have us talk for two hours a day, and then I'll just go home, and then we'll see him till tomorrow. You know, let's give him some hours when no one's here, off hours, and it'll be great. We don't know the guy works. <laughs> just pay him, and he won't bother us. That's the gimmick, basically. So yeah. So anyway, but, well, okay. Aside, Shane McMahon does a great job on this talking smack. I mean, he and and, and Renee does a great job. I just think that Shane, especially, he's got that authority thing going on, and with the SmackDown thing. They really, if, if Shane's schedule permits and he wants to, or, the, or, or you know his dad and, and the bosses want to, they should really consider having him on that show all the time. He's really, really good. Uh, he's just natural. It's not contrived. It's not forced. He's comfortable. He's well-spoken. Um, he's credible. Uh, he, he just was, he was great. The interaction with him and Mojo Raleigh on Talking Smack that I watched was excellent. Uh, Mojo was on there. I like Mojo a lot, man. I think Mojo brings a lot to the friggin' table. And now that my man Zach Ryder's out hurt, gonna be out for a long time with the knee, <clears throat> Mojo kind of gives you the uh, you know update on what he's gonna be doing, and that him and him and Zach are still boys and all that. Uh, but now he's got to do his own thing, and I think we're gonna be seeing a change, according to Mojo, on the character, bro. He's not gonna be rocking the, the crazy pants, the zubas, and doing all the outlandish stuff. I think he's gonna get a little more serious, a little more kickass. So uh, that's interesting. So we shall see. So I'm excited about it. He talked about that on Talking Smack, but Shane. His interaction with him and his interaction with both Alexa Bliss and Becky Lynch was excellent, which was hard because <clears throat> you're in a cold environment on a set where it's after a, a, a live SmackDown, and uh, that's after 205 Live, right? Yeah, it is. So it's after that. So it's after a, a big production all day. It's a long day. You guys don't understand. You, know, you go there, you do SmackDown, and then you got, you're got doing another hour of programming with 205 Live. You, let's back up and reverse. 
You arrive to the building like roughly 1 p.m. That's your call time. And guys like Shane are getting there early because he's got to go into a production meeting, and, and so does Renee. So they're going out there, and they're still performing hours and hours later in the friggin', um in the uh, Talking Smack show. So, you know, people don't realize the amount of programming they're pumping out to WWE. I mean, they are. I mean, yes, they 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 have a big staff and all that stuff, but it's still these it's still doing the work. It's a lot of programming. It's a lot. You know, um I'm just telling you, that's not easy. You know, same thing with TNA. TNA's doing a whole string of tapings. Well, at this the impact now, the the owl of wrestling. O W L. Who, who, who? Something. Who, who? Sounds like an that owl. Was, that was more of a. That's that was more apish than. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like an owl. I was constipated. Okay. okay. You know, an owl that like had his yam bag sliced off. Like that's what it sounded like. You know what I mean? Like it was like an owl that got hit in the side of the ear, with, like a. A ball peen hammer, you know, like something Ooh. like that. No, like he fell. No one hit him. Like the owl fell off the trees, <clears throat> like just fell down high off a tree and right on like a big sledgehammer on his ear. And he went, ooh, ooh, like that, you know what I mean? That's kind of what it sounded like. Like an owl that had like, was constipated and was like, constipated. You know what I mean? Like that. You know what I mean? Something like that, but different. You got it? Yes. No? Understood. Stop! Got it. Okay, I understand. <laughs> understood. But Shane definitely, okay to side. Shane should be on that show all the time, that talking smack. It's a better show with him on there. Trust me. It's a better show with him on there. It's real. It's loose. It's good stuff. I'm telling you straight up. Hey, uh, Kelly Robb in uh, California. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Oh, hey. Sorry, I was just on the other line with Peter there. Sorry, I had to switch over back to you. Oh, yeah, no problem. What were you talking to? Steve Nows with hammers and whatnot. Oh, uh, <laughs> P-E-T-A. Oh, I got you. <laughs> That's funny. What's uh, going on, buddy? I just wanted to call and say congrats on the 300th episode. I've been with you since day one, Jones. And, Thank you, uh, hey, ever since, every, every step of the way, you did exactly what they said you couldn't do. Uh, the jobber Seth left. <laughs> show got better. The captain left. Show got better. Thank you. And now we got the lumberjack. So uh, keep on keeping on, my friend. Hey, well, Callie Rob, I appreciate the love, buddy. And I, I remember you've called before. And I, uh, I just want to tell you, I appreciate that very much. Hey, and I had a quick question for you, Taz. Sure. Uh, I work in a TV production out here in Cali, and I know how hard it is, as you always talk about, to put on a, a show, especially a live show. Yes. Which makes it ten times harder. Why do you think it is that SmackDown? Uh, is so consistently better when you have probably 95% of the same people working behind the scenes to make the show. Well, you just made it. You are from the TV production because you get it. You are right. That is the same crew. Probably 98%, bro, from the Raw crew. <laughs> I'm talking about production. You know, I know you know what I mean, yeah. but people might not. The production crew from Raw is the same crew working um, the next day. I, I don't know. I think maybe it's just, uh, you know, when they're doing the load-in, right, into the building, maybe right. on Raw, maybe it's just guys are getting used to everything and the equipment, the levels, the this, that, the other thing. Maybe the next day, things are smoother for them um, or, or they're just kind of in their groove. Everything's set. The set is set. You know what I mean? And, and maybe that's the reason. Um, I think from a creative standpoint, though, I think it – it's because they see kind of where they went wrong on Monday, and they could fix that on Tuesday. And I also think that uh, probably Vince McMahon is motivating them and getting people's asses and getting pissed off at people. I think that's, that's the other good, reason. No, and that's the truth. That's a, that's a good call because, I mean, just if you look at it, just if you break it down, just comparing, you know, apples to oranges on both sides, 
I mean, I think everything is just a little bit more enthralling, a little bit more must-see on, on Tuesdays. Yes. Whereas Monday, you kind of have to watch it with the DVR and, yeah. <laughs> you yep. know, yep. 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 skip ahead a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, Monday, this past Monday show, I said it yesterday, Raw, I, I did not like it. I didn't like the show. I didn't like the flow. Um, if if I didn't have to cover it on my show, I wouldn't even watch it. I would have watched Alabama and Clemson straight up. I watched oh, yeah, Alabama. You missed, you missed a good one. You missed a good I watched, one. I watched a good chunk of the game, but, you know, back and forth Jones. And also, I got as you know, I got the TV room. I got 25 oh, yeah. TVs. You know what I mean. So, you know, <laughs> the then Cali Rob. The studio. Bro. I got <laughs> TVs everywhere, bro. I got a moat. All right, Cali Rob, I appreciate the love, buddy. Appreciate you, Taz. All right, buddy. See, that's it, man, right there. See, Cali Rob knows the deal. He's from production. I wonder if he knows how to produce audio. No offense, I'm just... Offense taken. <laughs> How has your time been here on the Taz Show in the short time you've been here? Uh, all right. No, I've had a blast. It's a lot of fun. I'm only three days in, though, so let mm. the uh, let the shine wear off and we'll see. Oh, God! Well, the thing is this with you, okay? I think you are more excited about... Let's analyze this real quick. Your first day, you arranged something, and it was food. And you arranged for all of us to be fed by the great Chef Mike. And Smart. so I see your agenda, and I like it, my friend. <laughs> so, so you're all about the food and the free swag. So you get all the free Taz merch, and you get hooked up, right? I don't, I don't get it for free, and you get it for free. Living the good life, you really are. We got Anthony now. He's banging and jonesing for some shirts and hats. Oh, he's texting me nonstop. He's like, hey, yeah. man. And he's like, when's Taz gonna hook me up? Well, where's the he's, Rover shirt? I wear a lot. Like, I know, I know. He's, you know, Anthony's pretty good. I like him. He's here on time. That's a big plus, you know. Sometime handsome Johnny, the old guy, that old guy, he's not really old, but you know what I mean, the, the, the original call screener. Slamming bods and beyond. The original incoming call concierge. He would show up reeking like alcohol, smelling like ass, like it would be rough, you know, sometimes. I mean, late nights at the clubs. Yeah, he's a well, handsome fellow. He's, he's a very handsome man. Yeah, so so uh, sometimes he's tweeting stuff. Uh, the captain and I uh, spoke to a little bit uh, via text uh, last week, you know. I know he's busy. I think he's, he, he's not in New York right now. Let's leave his privacy there. He's... Look, he's doing some searching out something. Have you talked to him yesterday? I spoke to him <laughs> via text. Is everything okay? He's doing well. Yeah. I mean, we didn't exchange pleasantries. It was more yeah. audio. I could imagine the burial he tells you about me. Don't do this. He gets mad about that. Don't do this. He gets, ah. Uh, I yeah. can't read him on air. <laughs> it's not good. Lord only knows what he's telling you about me. Hey, James in Boston, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, man? Good moment, my brother. How are you doing? Oh, good, buddy. Good. I can't wait for your pass to lose. It's coming. But anyway. <laughs> uh, Never going to happen. I want to give a good Timba <laughs> to the Lumberjack as well. <laughs> good moment, I, sir. I, I just want to call you, brother, and say congratulations. Like a perfect bowling score, 300. Nice. Seems like it was just yesterday I was listening to you talking with Edge. Oh, wow, Edge, that was the first human podcast machine, my first ever show, and the first guest was Edge, to James's point, and, he was, and I love Edge, he's the man, the rated R superstar, as they call him. More importantly, uh, are you cocky, Jones, now for this weekend with your Patriots, or what? Nah, like Belichick, you know, like, I'm not Belichick, I'm not gonna just, you know, take a nap on the boat while I'm <laughs> taking talk, a cruise to bro. Rikers Island to find myself a tight end. Bro, I talked about that, that yesterday. What's the deal? He fell asleep on the ferry, right? He's, he's you know, he's done with the tablets, that's all there is to it. 
I'm done with the tablets. <laughs> Bro, what's that? Yeah, he conked out. And uh, and his girlfriend was sleeping on a table. We still have yet to have this photo. I mean, can't, <laughs> do we have the photo? I mean, what's the, James, what's what's going on up there in Boston? You guys are overloading on roast beef? What's going on? Yeah, you know, we you know, he's he got some Kelly's roast beef yes. and uh, you know, he got a lobster roll and, you know. Yeah. Wow. Drank a Sam Adams and he's, you know, yeah. taking a little nap. That's and he, all. then he sings Sweet Caroline and he's good to go. <laughs> there you go, yeah. You got Neil Diamond singing Sweet Caroline. Everything's perfect. Yeah, but meanwhile, <laughs> Neil Diamond, uh, Sweet Caroline at the Red Sox stole that song. Do you know where Neil Diamond's from, sir? Uh, I believe he's from New York. Yeah, you believe you're right. He's from Brooklyn, New York, my friend. Yeah, that's right. He's not from Boston. So for some reason, somehow, you people took that song. You people! That's right. The only thing I like about Boston is what you said about Massachusetts. Is the lobster roll, by the way. You know, sometimes I fancy myself a Cape Cod guy. I go there sometimes. And, uh, best lobster in the world. It is, J- James. It is the best lobster in the world. You want the best crab? You go down to Maryland. You want the best lobster? You go up top there to, to Massachusetts. That's a shoot. Uh, James, look, man, I appreciate all the support for all the time, man, with the Taz Show, with you jumping on here as a fan and on, on Twitter and all. Uh, thanks very much, bro. Yeah, I love you, brother. Keep it rocking. Keep it rolling. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, man. Be good. All right, Wicked Pisser. Talk uh, to you later. <laughs> wicked Pisser. <laughs> Boston Jones right there. Yeah, that's... No, I forgot about the way... I got to steal that from all the Boston people. You know they do that, right? Boston accents are entertaining. I mean, did you no, hear... No, they're annoying. Okay. Timba. Yeah. <laughs> I parked the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. I, I do like the Wicked thing. They do the wicked thing like James just did, uh, wicked pisser. You know, they do that. You know, That's I mean, a great thing. It, it is good. The wicked thing is pretty good. I got to steal all that. Wicked pisser. Chabronis. I don't want to steal it. Now I'm getting mad. Like Sometimes I like things and I get mad about them. I, I guess that's part of being strange. Could you put a Brooklyn spin on it? <sighs> no. Listen, do you have the thing of, of Belichick? Yeah, Brian, Brian will fry it up. Oh, there there you go. Go. <laughs> Look at this. I didn't see this. This is on the video. What? In the wide world of sports is going on here. So that's Bill Belichick. It looks like he's sitting in a diner, but he's on the ferry. Right? Game. Looks like a diner. A diner ferry. There's a, there's a bunch of diners that look like that on Long Island. And uh, he's sitting there, and that's his girlfriend, right? Yeah, Linda something. And uh, and who's who's sitting on the other side? She was sitting on the other side? Leave that up, Brian, please. But, but, but I don't understand. Like, she's sitting on the same side as him with her. No, a couple with them or something? Like, are they that type of couple that they sit next to each other in the booth? I hate that. Do you do that when you're with no, your girlfriend? No, no, absolutely that's not. Just, that's, that's not right. You sit across from each other. Yeah. Who sits next? Zoom Jones. He's zooming in. <laughs> Video Brian's zooming in. Yeah, let's see what they were eating. See what we find out here. It looks like they got some kind of... Oh, uh, you know what? That's a lobster roll. What is that? <laughs> if you look if you look closely, there's a lobster roll. And then he, he must have been studying... Look, he's got his laptop out. He must have been studying film. God, why couldn't... Like one of the Bills or Jets coaches be on that boat and steal that laptop. Laptop, maybe he actually is looking at a tablet. I'm done with the tablet. That could be. He said he was done. Maybe he's not. I'll tell you what. It looks like it's daytime out, and he's he's wearing the Patriot gimmick. He's not kayfabe or nothing. He's just wearing his Patriot garb. People know you, coach. They know who you are. You don't have to wear the Patriot thing, and no one's bothered him. And someone was so kind to take a picture of this. Are people so beautiful? The it's funny unbelievable. Thing. Did and you... then we go on here and talk about it. It's horrible. <laughs> it really is horrible. They, uh, the guy that tweeted it out, obviously, is a Boston fan. And yeah, I can tell he's a big Belichick fan. He just, and the guy's taking the picture. The guy's sleeping with flies going in his mouth. <sighs> you know, like that deal. His, his he tweets the picture, and then right his next tweet was like, "ESPN, you're not allowed to use this photo. Oh wow, because because you created the flake gate and like made <laughs> like." Oh! <laughs> 
the flake gate. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? So he didn't want. So he, did, didn't, he didn't. He like wouldn't let ESPN. So ESPN couldn't do it then if he no. said that, right? No credit. You got to credit the guy, and the guy wouldn't give him the well, to use. Well, we used it, but we are not ESPN. No, we're friendly. We're oh, nice guys. Oh, we love everyone in this world. Absolutely. All right. Look on that note. Going to break. Other side of break. Uh, we'll get into a SmackDown deep here, uh, and then uh, take a couple more calls. Taz Show 300 edition. Uh, sit tight. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Tag Show, 300th edition. I've heard this song three days in a row. We didn't have a meeting, post-production meeting about music with the Dennis Jones at the end of the show. That's a post-private production meeting. 300th episode. There's beautiful graphics right there. Finally, the people at CBS Video did something for me. Finally, that's a beautiful graphic. Me with the stupid ass hat, look like a real schmuck. Nub Jones right there. Fears edition right here. Got nothing special planned, but we've been talking. We've been talking SmackDown a bit here and there. Also, I mentioned earlier before I get into SmackDown deeper and get take some more calls from people on hold. I want to talk about Chef Mike. So what happened, Chef Mike? Now I saw on Twitter you did some challenges. What's going on? I didn't necessarily challenge him. Um, I, I don't want to discredit the guy. I got to find who tweeted it originally. It was but a it was, cake, right? I remember it was, seeing it, some kind of a cake. It was a cool design. The outside looked like a stump with an axe coming in it. And then the inside, there was a slice of cake cut out, and the inside was plaid. Yeah. And, Is uh, it plaid or flannel? Flannel. Pla- it, what's the difference? Well, you're an effing lumberjack. It's your gimmick. You should know. Plaid and flannel, interchangeable. No, plaid is not flannel. It's right. not. You got my mind in a pretzel Well, right now. you got something called GTS. Your hands are there. So you might want to GTS the difference between plaid and flannel. I guarantee you that topic comes up. But there's a difference, my friend. You're a freaking lumberjack. You know, Brawny, the paper towels, they don't advertise here. But they have a lumberjack as their guy. And he's wearing a freaking flannel, not plaid. Plaid is what Santa Claus wears in his off days. He wears plaid over at the North Pole. I have the answer. What? Plaid is a pattern. Flannel is a fabric. Exactly. That's what I told you. You are supposed to be a lumberjack, so you need to know your own gimmick. I know the gimmick. I didn't know, like... Oh, God. You are... The, well, co- the colors the, the colors don't matter. You're one of these guys that starts... You're a marathoner, and you start the race out. You're just doing great. And this is this is the, this is your short career in a tag show so far. Well, it's getting shorter, by the way. Okay, <laughs> it, you start the race, and you are just full sprint, Jones. You're leaving everybody in the dust. I mean, big fancy Dan, fancy sneakers, you're sprinting, your calves are huge, you got veins coming out of them. You're way ahead of the whole pack. And all of a sudden, we're halfway through the race, and you start to, you spot a vapes cart. Or maybe you spot, <laughs> you spot like someone selling uh, gyros. And, and you stop, and then and everybody starts to pass you. Yeah, you get distracted, and you're, you're starting to really falter, which is normal, Dennis. This is what happens on this show with producers. They start off red hot and just rapido. Trickle down Jones. That's just the routine here. That was all time. So tell me about the challenge because I need to talk about SmackDown. So I tweeted, uh, I retweeted the guy and I see, I added Chef Make Mike. Make the point, sir! I added Chef Mike and I said, hey, can we make it happen? Yeah. 
And he said, working on it. So, Make what happen? The cake. Oh, Chef Mike's going to make the cake. Hold on a second. Allegedly. Chef Mike's going to make a... I never want to hear plaid again. He's going to make the flannel cake. The flannel stump cake. He's going to attempt making a flannel stump cake. Maybe, just maybe, this should be debuted at a Taz show event where Chef Mike cooks for us again. Um, Either, maybe not the Royal Rumble. I don't have time to be dicking around with cakes at at one of my specials that I do. It's a lot going on. Yeah, I'm very busy on those Sunday specials. Very, very busy. And, uh... Maybe he needs to be something where he delivers it. We'll make a big deal out of it. We'll have people uh, uh, watch. I don't know. Uh, maybe we should even do this. How, how about that? I'm starting to really lose interest. <laughs> Dude, is he going to make the cake or not? I, I don't know. Should we text him? <laughs> well, this is your gimmick. Dude, what, th- what is I, going on here? I believe he is. So we'll see. Oh, Lord. And then he goes back to the phone again. Oh. Well, I got to... Yeah, you're texting your friends all the time. We're trying to work. Yeah, I'm here with Taz. Yeah, he's wearing a hat today. Okay, thanks. Chef Mike, are we getting a cake or what? Uh, you're going to find out from Chef Mike. I got to talk about SmackDown. I got things to do. People don't want to talk to you. People are starting not to like you, by the way. But uh, I'm just letting you know. Uh, before I, I Look, I just, I just I want to work with people that are smart and creative and talented. And you, sir, are. You are that. Don't suck. Please. That's the best advice I've ever gotten. Stay talented, bro. You're a talented man. Don't leave. Stay here. The the verbal antics that I have will end. Trust me. They will. But you have to do better at your job, sir. You have to. So SmackDown started. Um I, I'm I'm kinda joking with you. You know that, right? You don't kind, really you don't kind, really seem phased, by the way. Kinda. No, I'm very even keeled. Even yeah, keeled Jones. Even keeled. You're more like you don't give a shit, Jones. No. You, you, yeah, you're just no. sitting there, you're like you don't even care. Don't say that. <laughs> so the SmackDown starts with the old Ambrose Asylum and uh, you know, Miz and stuff is in there. I missed the very beginning of this, but I saw the deal where uh, you know, the slap happens where, you know, Maurice ends up accidentally slapping Miz. Next thing you know, boom, Miz eats a, a nasty, uh, dirty deeds. So um, uh, it, it's setting up. It's just rolling with the stuff that's going on with these two cats. I mean, this story really feels like it's been going on too long, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if it's just me. I, 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 I'd like to see it. Meaning, meaning, when I say story, these two guys, they're, they're heat with each other. I'm glad to see that Dolph now is out of that whole thing with Miz. I just think they they got to be careful with that. And, you, like, we've seen someone like a Baron Corbin, especially last night, really move up high in the pecking order, except what happened at the end of that, and I'll get that to that in a second, because uh, I do not think he should have lost that match. I don't. <clears throat> so I don't think that was good. I, I think that was bad. Do you, wait, you know what? Let me jump ahead. So John Cena, you saw the match. John Cena yes, wrestled sir. wrestled uh, 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 Baron Corbin, okay? Watch, and AJ was on color commentary. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought these guys had a really good match. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I was there, the whole meaning there, into it. You know, do you think, because you kind of made a face when I said that, do you think that Corbin should have lost like he did lose? No, but it's John Cena's first match back in a long time. Like, are you surprised that John Cena went over on SmackDown? That, yes, that's what I, I am surprised just yeah. because, hold on, I'm surprised because that's same old, same old, and now we're taking someone like uh, Baron Corbin, a guy that we got to make, a guy that's got to be the next big thing for us, the young, big, nasty heel that can talk and work, 
and we're using him as a sacrificial lamb. That's my problem with it. You know, maybe you see it different. Maybe other people see it different. I don't think John Cena should have won a match. I, I'm not saying I am not saying that 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 Corbin should have pinned Cena, but if say he somehow cheated to win, what's wrong with that? Why can't Cena lose the match? Or AJ interferes. Or AJ interferes, which is typical booking. So I do respect the fact that WWE gave a clean finish, but we've seen non-clean finishes and still be good. I, I don't think they need to give a clean finish. If you want to protect John, protect Corbin too. That's not the end of the world that Corbin lost. Don't get me wrong. It's not. I just don't think he should have. I think in the climb for a young heel that's yet to have a major championship in that company, it's very important to keep him hot. It's called nubworthy here. Okay, it's very important to keep him hot and to keep him with his heat. So you got to be very careful when you pin him or have him tap out when when he's on the climb. He's on the come up, as the kids are saying today in the streets. You know, you got to be very, very careful with that, in my professional opinion. I don't think, I think if we're weighing the two, well, what's what's who needs it more? Does John Cena need the victory more, or does Corbin need to be protected more? I'm going with the latter. I think Corbin needs to be protected more. You obviously think differently. No, I agree with you, but I, I like you said, same old, same old booking. Like, I, it doesn't surprise me. I would have liked a different finish, of course, but John Cena's first match back, he's he's going to go over. I know. I know, and that's what happened. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think that should have happened. I agree, but I'm not, I, I, look, I'm not surprised. And I think now if you watch, um, I don't know if they'll do anything. Maybe, I don't know if they'll do like a SmackDown package or something on Raw. But when you see any kind of video packaging, okay, uh, from that match with Cena, and it's a great rub for Corbin, don't get me wrong. But uh, if if they replay the one, two, three, because he just got hit, he got hit, boom, 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 and they got the AA, and next thing you know, boom, 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 one, two, three, he's done. Corbin. You know, if they replay that, they sh- they could replay the finish. Just don't replay the one, two, three. You could have the announcers, the VO, whoever that would be. You know, uh, Mauro or Cole on Raw, whatever, say that Corbin did not win. But I just don't think, maybe that's the old school of me, don't show the pinfall. Not with a guy that's coming up. Don't do that. <clears throat> Especially this kid. I'm, I'm Look, I'm a big fan of Baron Corbin. That's no secret. I've been saying it forever. When he was in NXT, I'm t- I was saying this guy's going to be a, a world champion. This guy is the guy. This guy is a guy that you can hit your wagon to. He's real. He's legit. He's got size. <clears throat> he can talk. He looks different than everyone else. He acts different than everybody else. It works. And I think him and Cena work well together. I like it. Don't get me wrong. I do. I think I, I do. I, I, I got no problem with that. I saw Cena cut his, his promo backstage. was very hard edge. He's going more that hip-hop feel that he was back in the day, trying to be a little more like he don't give a rat's ass about no one and he don't give a shit attitude. Even though he's a babyface still seeing it, I like that. He's kind of bitter a little bit at some of the younger generation, like they're not respecting him, thinking he should go away. He's telling us this, which I think is good content. I do. But I do not think that Corbin should have lost that match. I'm not saying he had to pin AJ, but if he did pin AJ, okay, or somehow cheat to win, or like to your point, Dennis, where AJ gets involved, something, somehow, some way, I did. Not, I do not think that's the end of the world. I don't. I think it would have been a good thing. 
Seriously. Um, That's just just my opinion. Uh, You know, uh, I thought AJ was very good on commentary. Okay, Uh, you guys know I'm a fan of AJ Styles. Who's not? And let's be honest. But but, um, uh, you got to be careful with AJ because he's on the cusp of just, not on the cusp, he's basically almost a baby face. That's, you know, but he's a heel. People love him, but, you know, he's a heel. Uh, so you could turn AJ anytime you want, you know. Um, somebody asked me a question on Twitter about, oh, man, about baby faces and heels. I, I got to find out. I'm, I shouldn't even brought it up because I don't remember exactly what it was. And it was like comparing to, uh, speaking of Twitter, do you want to give credit to the guy with the cake? Did you find it or not? I got to find it. Oh, otherwise, you're going to get hate tweet. Yeah, yeah. I said about the flannel that. cake and you called it plaid. You suck, <laughs> Dennis. That's what happens. No, but, um, but okay, the side. Uh, Cena, Cena, uh, you know, I, I understand he's he's back just recent and stuff. You, you're not in a build with Cena. You don't have to build Cena. Cena's built. Okay, Corbin is in the building process. Corbin is in the building process, and that's a sensitive time. And I really think you got to keep it right with him and keep him over. That's what I think. I just I don't I just don't think uh, pinning him. I was very disappointed when I saw him get pinned. And, you know, I, I didn't really pay attention much to the internet because I watched a little bit more stuff and I went to sleep because I got up for work. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if people are up in arms about this, but I just don't think the dude should have lost a match like that. I, I just really don't. It was clean. It was just A.A. Jones. Okay, and some would say, uh, even in WWE, somebody in WWE could say to me, if maybe if Vince McMahon was sitting right here or one of their writers was sitting here, Hey, there's no shame in losing to John Cena. I never said there was shame in losing to John Cena. Of course there's no shame in losing to John Cena. You know, uh, no doubt about it. But there's also no shame in Corbin, in the building process, beating John Cena. That's really helping your future with your talent. You know? I mean, if I'm Barry Corbin, I'm saying to myself, and I'm assuming he's a pretty competitive guy, I'm saying to myself, oh, wait, so I understand he's John Cena. I get, And I like John. I respect John. I'm not knocking John. I'm just being real. I'm critiquing here. I mean, but, you know, so while he's doing Saturday Night Live and doing movies and taking breaks, and John's talked about this too, you know, I'm out here, you know, working my ass off trying to build, just like he did on the come up. Well, so I got to pay my dues and get pinned on TV by him? Now, you know, Corbin's not going to say this. That's how you get heat. You can't say that. That's called bad business when you do that. That's stuff guys in my generation did. I've never done that. Will you stop? But, but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying from experience, that's not what you want to do. And I think that Corbin's a little smarter than that. So I'm sure he just did his job and kept his mouth shut. But, you know, in the back of that man's mind, he was probably thinking that. He's a competitive bastard. And that's why he's successful. Most of the men and women in the, in the company and, and even in other wrestling federations, they're, they're successful pros because they're competitive. When you bitch about a finish or politic about a finish, some people scoff that. Yeah. As we get older, we start to realize, what are you scoffing? That means the guy or girl cares. She's passionate. He's passionate. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're passionate about it. As long as you can back it up, it's not just you bitching and crying because you want something. But if you really have earned it, and you really need it, need it, cool. If I was in an agent meeting, I would have raised my hand and said, I don't think we should beat this guy. I'm not saying Cena shouldn't win. I just don't think we should pin him straight up with an AA. I don't. One AA. Right, right. I mean, I, 
just because it's John Cena's return doesn't mean it's, it should not be a foregone conclusion. And that's kind of what you said, and, and you're it, not and wrong. It, that, and it was. Right, right, right. right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with what you're... I'm just saying, like, it shouldn't be that way. That's all. It's just that I think that... And I think WWE, to credit to them, that, that they're starting to change that a little bit. That you're starting to see... Look, Randy Orton, last night, <laughs> American Alpha... They beat Bray, right, and uh, and Randy. Okay, that's a big deal. That Randy Orton, and and and, and the world's not going to end. The sky's not going to fall. Randy's still a mega star. Randy's still over like Rover. Ain't no doubt about it. He's Randy Orton. Same level as John Cena. These are monster names. Guys that have become millionaires and have earned it. Both those guys I know personally and watch them on the come up. They've earned it. <laughs> they deserve any success they have. And, you know, Randy gets it. Hey, I'm going to help this guy. I'm not going mean, to. I, I shouldn't say that because I wasn't there. Maybe Randy complained. I doubt he did that he had to put the kid over. I, I don't think he did that. And I'm not saying I'm not implying either that John Cena politic to go over. I'm not saying that happened either because I wasn't there. So I'm not going to speculate that kind of stuff. I don't believe in that stuff. All the shows do that. For guys that haven't been in the pit, because they've never been in a, a situation where someone's politicking a finish, or the office pitches a finish to you that, that you hate, or the office pitches a finish to you that you that's that's going to hurt your career. Other people that do shows that have ever been in that position don't know shit of what they're talking about when it comes to that, because they haven't lived it. Those of us that have understand that you got to be careful when you assume or speculate that someone politic the finish or you accuse someone of politicking the finish. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. I do not agree with that. That is not smart. See that right there? That's newsworthy. That should have been. But we're leaving that alone. Side note is ignore everything you heard, people. That was just between me and the lumberjack. I'm just trying to give you a heads up, bro. So, so, so the thing is. You know, you gotta you, you gotta be careful when you got a, a young worker that's a legitimate monster heel coming up the pike and you got to take care of him. And again, I don't think the world's gonna end because, you know, Corbin lost yesterday. But you could have done something to protect him and help him like you did with American Alpha. So that's just my take on the whole thing. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, Andrew in New Mexico, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz. Hi, um, what's up, buddy? How are you? I, uh, I don't know if you remember, I called right before you went on your vacation um, in 2016. And I talked about um, Dolph Ziggler. But before I do that, I want to put you over real quick. Yes, sir. Um, I've been listening to you since about WrestleMania. And how I found about your, your um, show. The Taz Show is I was reading online. Like, you touched on it yesterday how they said you were, like, one of the meanest, like... Yeah, tough guys to talk to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and then I listened to one show. I was like, he's a nice guy. I don't know <laughs> I don't know who made this rumor. Uh, he's yes. A real, he's yes. a really great guy. Yes. And, yes. Yes. And I just want to put you over that. It's incredible. I appreciate my free lunch. Oh. Me being a college student, me being twenty year old. Nice. I appreciate my my free lunch you give me every day. You're welcome, and sir. You're welcome. Here's to many more episodes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then also um, with the Dolph Ziggler thing, um, I want to talk to you about is uh, 
if you remember a year, years back, he was so over as a hill that they had to turn baby face. I don't know if you remember. What I, he had. I do remember that. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. And he had his money in big. And I think he's just because I follow him on social media, and he has like that. He he has that heel like kind of persona when he's not when he's not in the ring or on TV. Right. And I feel like he's just so more comfortable as a heel because um, I've been watching him since I was. I was a teenager when I started watching him, and I think he feels more comfortable being like that cocky kind of show off guy. And right now, I don't think he's gonna start as a, like the show off again because it looks like he has kind of like a more aggressive demeanor. Oh yeah, no, I think the show off thing. Uh, I definitely think that's gone. Uh, that show off feel, Andrew, and that's a good point by you. And thank you for calling, buddy, uh, and thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Good luck in the uh, at the college there, the gimmick college. But I do think that you are correct, Andrew, and um, uh, that the show off gimmick feel is definitely gone. I mean, uh, you know, when you start attacking dudes, you're doing a chair thing, you're showing the violence, you're not, you're non-committal on interviews, the character I'm talking about, you know, and we see, we see it changing. I just want to see him have a physical, like an appearance change, his gear, and I'm sure that maybe they're making that for him. I mean, it takes a little time, believe it or not. Maybe it was an impromptu thing when they turned him. Um, so maybe that's why it's a little bit more of a slower feel for to, to watch him as the heel, turning heel, because he was a face for some time. But Andrew's right. I mean, uh, he was a heel, and he was always got over like Rover, and, and next thing you know, he's a, he's a baby face back in the day. But um, but I do think that he's uh, uh, definitely a guy that could uh, – he could have another run, meaning Dolph Ziggler. What the, what the, the, uh, the world championship as a heel – because he's reinvented then. You know what I mean? It kind of changes. And I do think you don't have to do that right now. You can go in that direction soon. Maybe, you know, soon meaning a couple of months. Not now. He's in that building process. That's the hard thing, guys. You know, people talk about the creative teams at these wrestling companies. And people bury them. And, you know, I've talked about this a long time ago here in the show. And it's like, you know, you got to understand something. These, these people have a hard job. Every single week. And with WWE, because they have so much programming, it's, it's more than twice a week. They have to come up with original, new programming and storylines and creative. It is a lot harder than you guys think. And it takes time, because once you tell that story with two guys, they get to a point, and then one guy loses, one guy wins, and that angle and that storyline dies, this guy, my right hand, for those watching the video, needs to go in a different direction. And sometimes you got to start rebuilding again. And the guy who loses, or, or or just both guys, even the guy who wins. Because once you end a storyline that you invested four, five, six, seven months into, or three months, whatever, now you got to rebuild that. Uh, rebuild, not rebuild, you got to restart them in different angles. Where it's kind of like you're meshing into different storylines. That's, that's a lot harder than you guys know. I've witnessed this, you know, working for companies. And it's it's hard. And you always got to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's a very, very hard thing to do, the creative end. Still doesn't mean you can't have a show that doesn't flow well. Like, I, I bashed my, I know I'm going to break here in a second, but I know I kind of bashed Raw. I didn't think Raw was that good because I just didn't think it flowed right. And there was just not a lot of energy out of some of the segments. I don't think, I just don't, I didn't like it. Um, and that's, that's fine. And some shows are good, some shows are bad. This show, the Taz show, is always awesome. We know this. Yes. That goes without uh, without a doubt. So we, we all know this. It doesn't matter when it is, okay? 
All the time. All the time. I mean, once in a blue moon, there'll be something that's bad, like when the phones don't work. Wait a second! That does happen very rarely. So, but uh, anyway, regardless. I'm going to break. I'll set a break. I will take a few more phone calls, keep talking about SmackDown, and then I'm done with this 300. Okay, be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, here we go. A little fourth quarter city on this Wednesday edition, the 300th episode of the Taz Show, as we uh, as we call it, 300 love nub. What what am I hearing? What 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 am I hearing? What what is going on? I got people telling me get off the air at 7 a.m. I, I already start at 7 a.m. Sir, why is that person yelling at me? People out the guy outside the window back here is yelling. I was looking at the uh, Twitter and, uh, you know, the, 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 the Lumberjack and I here would discuss this during the break here. Interesting, interesting exchange here by, um, get into this a second, and Randy Orton, if, you could just, if we could uh, pull that, you got that tweet, don't you, uh, Video Brian? You yeah, pull well, that tr- Brian will have it fired up. In okay, second. cool, whenever he gets it. It's pretty interesting exchange with uh, the great Randy Orton. And uh, there it is right there. It says, uh, Randy Orton tweeted us yesterday, right? Uh, if he, he's talking about Conor McGregor, <laughs> if he gains 120 pounds, I'm here. Until then, uh, 205 live, bro. Uh, basically. Yikes. Yeah, he's basically telling uh, Conor McGregor, right, that he's a cruiserweight. I mean. Or less than. Yeah. <laughs> That's more or less what he's saying. Randy Orton. What happened? Do you know if uh, did Conor McGregor like say something about Randy Orton? Like, why would he? I mean, Conor's been, well, been he's, known. He's poking. He's looking yeah, for Conor's attention. Conor's been known to shoot off about WWE because well, I he's I think shooting of... off because he wants attention, bro. That's why yeah, he's doing yeah. it. Well, because he's not he's, the relevancy is starting to end for him in his realm. Can't lose. Did he lose his last fight? I don't even pay attention anymore. No, no, he won. All right. Well, let's just pretend he lost. Um, <laughs> what, you gonna say something? Conor like, Conor's what? tweet was back from August. And it was, I didn't mean no disrespect to the WWE fans. What I meant to say was that I'd slap the head off your entire roster. Oh, that. Yeah, I talked about here on the show. Yeah, when that happened. I don't know why. I don't know why Randy. It must have been something. I got a feeling you don't know how to handle Twitter. No, Randy didn't. You're telling me Randy Orton waited months and then said this. It doesn't make sense to me, but. Someone must have said something to Randy Orton. Somebody must have tweeted at him. Right, right. What what are your thoughts? Sir, if you are going to have a Twitter. I'm starting to think that you need to have a segment on the show, like a Twitter segment, Twitter Buzz Jones, something like that, that it's your segment, Lumberjack Twitter Jones, something. I don't know what that is. My audience will help with a name or something, and I will hack it from them, okay, and not give any credit to anyone who gives it to me. No, but we need something, because we've had the captain, remember the captain, right? Buy a hat. No, he had a segment. Uh, whatever it was, this day in history. No, that was, that was uh, Seth. Seth had that the KFJ, and then the captain had inspirational moments. Yes, inspirational moments. See how much they resonated with me. <laughs> and um, well, that, no more. My segment's gonna be nothing. <laughs> no, no. I noticed. See, you're just like all these other guys, bro. I thought you were different, but you're not. You're not. You're not. No, no, you're not. Because it's. I see it here. I'm gonna get back into SmackDown second, but I, I'm sorry. I see a red light now. <laughs> Because you have the agenda, ego, conceit that all these other guys have had. You need all you know about is the segments that the producers had. Ah, because now, <laughs> now if I'm the lumberjack in my brain, it's like, oh, I'm the permanent producer of the Taz show. Oh, this is gonna be awesome! I just had an idea. 
have my own segment like like the captain, like the KFJ. Right? That tell me that thought didn't go through your head. I cannot tell me. I cannot take credit. Video Brian got in my ear and let me know the captain's segment. That's the only way I do Oh, that. you just stood yourself up. Okay, no problem. One more word and I'm hanging up on you. But that's fine. That's totally fine. So you're telling me you didn't know the name of the cat. You're playing, you're Big Shot Jones now. You, you didn't even know the name of the segment. Oh, I'm not no-selling it. I just didn't know. No, you kind of no-sell. Be careful with the inside terms, sir. Even though you use them right, there's rules here. And actually, I think that the rules need to change. Taz is not always right anymore. I wow. want that. No, I want to strike that rule. This is a big thing. I'm striking that rule right now on the 300 episode. Taz is not always right. You're writing it down. He's like, all right, I'm on that. That no, Taz is not always right. No more. Nah, -uh, no. That rule is gone. It's changed to Taz is usually right. Yes. Usually right. Not always right. Gotta have a little qualifier on it. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not always right. I mean, I, I mean, most of the times I am, but no, because I, I don't want I don't want it to be like that. In the 2017, in the 300 edition, I don't want it to be like that. I'm not always right. I'm not. You seem very happy about this. You seem really happy. You're really pissing me off. Uh, uh oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Hey, uh, Frank in Montreal. You're on the Taz show. What's up? Good morning, Taz. Uh, good moment. Yes, you made a little mistake, but you fixed yourself. It's a good moment, yeah, Frank. I corrected myself. And uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, for 2017, Taz is usually always right. Yes, sir. That's right. You heard it right, my friend. That's exactly right, sir. Uh, how are uh, you doing? What's going on, pal? Uh, not much. Congrats on the 300 show. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you and very noble. Thank you, sir. And uh, just before I get to my uh, little point that I wanted to uh, to uh, to yes. say, I just uh, you know uh, yesterday Mike Johnson referred to your fans as like a small little community or yes, something like that. Yes, he did. He really pissed off my yam bag. He did. Yes, that nub. Yeah, well, I would appreciate if in the future he referred to us as Taz Nation, nothing less. Well, true. You, you know, you guys are over. There's no doubt. We over, over like Rover, Taz Nation, the Rover Nation, whatever we want. Taz, I don't care. But he should never say that. But that's how people are. That's see what that is, Frank. That's Mike. That's Mike. Yeah, everybody loves Mike. Ah, oh, I love Chubby Mike. Yeah, everybody loves Mike. Okay, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, Mike, I love him too. Okay, but that was him with a little snide, old school wrestling type of left-handed compliment. I came Not up, a jab. dude. That's a jab. I came up in this business. I've been around thirty years, bro. I've seen yeah. this my whole career. I've been around that kind of crap, and I hate that. When I see that, it's like, bing! I see it right away. That Johnson pissed me off. God, Frankie shouldn't have brought it up. Ugh. Uh, yeah, getting to my point, I just wanted to make a little rumble prediction, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. So do you just call to piss me off and then move on? Is that what we're doing here, Frank? Well, aren't you always pissed off, first of all? Oh, well, kind of, uh... Yes. Correct. Okay, what's your so role I, rumble prediction? I guess prediction? I made you a bit more, uh, more <laughs> upset, but, uh... Well, yeah, you yeah. are correct, sir. You are, yes. Uh, so what's your uh, role yeah, rumble my, my rumble prediction was, uh, I don't know, I see Finn Balor coming back as a surprise entrant. Yes. And uh, winning the whole thing and pick up where you left off when he had to uh, relinquish the title. What do you think about that? I think you might be right. I, I still am not prepared to give an actual Raw Rumble prediction. But what you just said, Frank, uh, I think a couple of people are speculating. And if that did happen, I think that's a good thing, not a bad thing, because... It's well-deserved for Finn because he went down with an injury as he won the Universal title back in the day. And that could happen, what you just said. Um, and um, I love Finn. He's been on the show before. I hope to have him on my show again soon, to be honest. But um, that could happen, Frank, in Montreal. Thank you for calling. That could happen. You think that's going to happen, Lumberjack? I think it's a good possibility. He's, yeah. he's definitely one of the... Uh 
Well, because they haven't even talked about him. So, you know, more likely than not, he's going to be a surprise entrant. And it would be smart to just pick up where he left off. You know, he didn't lose the title. He had to relinquish it. So That's right. Uh, Bad Money Slim tweeted uh, that um, he said the segment, I, I, I'm paraphrasing, not par- I'm quasi-reading it. I'm not really looking. I want to look at you. This Twitter segment, your segment should be uh, Twitter Etiquette with Lumberjack, something like that. I'm not crazy about that name. Um, and let me just re- let me just make sure I have the right name. That's what he said. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I think you need a segment on, about Twitter. People are talking to you. I can tell because I can see your that deer in the headlights face you have. Uh, people are talking. Um, hmm. Interesting. I want to point something out here. Side note, Jones. Completely. This is not breaking news, but it's kind of breaking news. Um, kind of. It's just new to me. And I want to thank Shane, Shane O, uh, on the Twitter for bringing this to my attention here on Twitter. That's the beauty of having great fans that follow this and protect this show. Uh, Mick Foley tweeted, well, he tweeted this to Lana Rusev's uh, blushing bride. Well, Lana, uh, the Raw GM job might be up for grab soon. That's interesting. So maybe, maybe Mick is taking a powder or maybe this is in storyline. I don't know. Wire being storyline, but it could be uh, a storyline thing, or it could be, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, a lot of times Mick, you know, he'll just shoot. You know, he will. And what happened was Lana, she said, I hate to admit it, this is what sparked Mick. I hate to admit it, but SmackDown Live is a great show. Maybe Mick Foley should make me the associate GM to help make Raw better. I'm just saying, or whatever. She's got, I don't know, smiley faces and shoes. I don't know. I don't know what these little icons mean. What are they called? Emojis? Emojis. Yeah, I'm a little hot at all the emojis. So that, and that sparked Mick to say what he said. So, um, I don't know. Interesting. So I want to thank Shane again for that uh, for that information. Uh, you know, maybe Mick's changed. His whole body looks different. He got a haircut. He, he's just, he looks like a different person. Maybe he's got something brewing. Maybe he's, maybe he's going for a, a part or a movie or something. Maybe he's got other plans. Or maybe he's just, he doesn't want to be on the road every week for, for Raw anymore. Or maybe it's just a work. I don't know. It's new. I, I didn't. Did you hear about this or not? I just now. Just through me. Well, through Shane giving it to me. Yeah, I don't know. That's new. New news to me. See, I don't hack. I give the credit where the credit belongs. That's that's my gimmick. What? What? If this was the uh, whatever we end up naming the Twitter segment, this would have been perfect for me. Yeah, but the problem is you didn't find it. I did. That's okay. Why, that's that's why the we're problem. Workshop. <laughs> no, we're not workshop. Shane my found ass. It. No, shit, no, no, no. Shane found it on my time, which like makes that. it my IP, which stands for intellectual property. Sir, you need to catch up on old shows. You cannot win here. <laughs> Shane did not find it. Shane found it on my time. So you're thinking of Mr. Hand. Well, it's your time and my time, like Spicoli. Why is it not our time? Remember that movie? Uh, what was uh Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Phoebe Cates, out of the pool. Yes, well, you can keep your fantasies <laughs> elsewhere. I'm talking about Sean Penn as yes, yes. Mr. Hand was pissed at him. Not on my time, son, or something like that, he said to him. We need that bite. And then Spicoli said, well, if it's your time and my time, it's our time. It was very funny. But it, this is not how to stunt here. Shane handing that information to me is on my time, which makes it my IP. Shane knows this. The Taz Nation knows this. You don't, sir. Remember yesterday you said you're having a blast here? How's it going now? 
I'm still having a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Will you stop? We'll see about that. I'm trying my best to change that, to be honest with you. <laughs> hey, uh, Matthew in San Antonio, you were on the Taz show. How's it going, man? Uh, if you allow me to put your show over for a minute. Yes, sir. I have a question about Braun Strowman. Yes, sir. Go okay. for it. Okay. First of all, happy 300. And I think I speak for Rover Nation when, from the words of Tommy Dreamer, thank you. And may we have another. Oh, thank you very much for the support, Matt. I appreciate that. And uh question about Braun Strowman. If you noticed on Monday, they did a camera shot when Taker was in the ring. To Braun Strowman, I'm wondering if you think he's going to be one of the guys, he's going to be the guy to prevent Taker from winning and end up at WrestleMania being them too, considering he was the only Wait, I'm sorry, right, back, 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 I couldn't hear you, broke up. Back up a little bit, start over. Okay. When Undertaker was in the ring doing his promo, okay, yes. and they showed, they did a camera shot of Braun Strowman backstage, he was the only person they showed. Do you think there's a chance that he's the guy that prevents Taker from winning causing Taker and Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. I think there's a great chance of that. I do. I, I think that, that Bra- definitely Braun Strowman's on the climb big time. They've been building the hell out of him and building him right. Um, and I think I think that that's a great possibility for sure, Matt. I, I, I really do. I definitely think so. Um, that, I, would, yes. I, w- I would think that Strowman versus Big Show might have been better as in him passing the torch as the dominant big man at WrestleMania might have kind of been better. No, I, I like. I think there's something there if you go Broman in a ma- a Strowman in a match against the Undertaker. I definitely think there's something there, Matt, and that's good thought on your part. I like it. I dig it. I, and thank you for calling, buddy. And thanks for being a loyal fan of the show. I know you've called the show several times, and thank you, buddy. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I want to get back to SmackDown here or anything else. Give me a second. I'm trying to look into something here. Hold on. Sometimes I get busy with stuff. I'm usually Solo Joe here. So uh, we got this. Oh, the people. Oh, right. Yeah, that too. Okay, hold on. My bad. Okay, so. All right, so uh, the only thing I wanted to talk about, I made a little note for myself. In the uh, tag team match that I referred where basically uh, American Alpha defeated Bray and Randy Orton, and then we saw some heat right there with Harper when he accidentally kicked Bray and, 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 and the Wyatt family. There's like a divide going on there and all that stuff. You know, if you notice, the people really, it's more and more now, which is a good thing for their creative. The people really want Randy Orton to turn and and go back to being alone. You can tell. I think they got to be careful, WWE. I think they should do this, and I think they should do it soon, and it seems like maybe that's coming. I I would have Randy, I I mean, I I thought this thing went too long, to be honest with you. I still, I understand it's like, I I don't know, like a cult thing, he's possessed, whatever it is. Uh, it's, I don't know if it's like a Scientology thing or what's going on, but but I gotta say, it, 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 I think it's going on a little too long, you know. In my opinion, I, I do. Um, I, I like Randy alone. I like the Wyatt's alone. I know you're a Wyatt fan. Agree? Disagree? Huge Wyatt guy. The I, I'm still I'm still into it a little bit because you know the breakup's coming, so they're kind of teasing it as right. it goes along. What I'm interested to see is we haven't seen Eric Rowan. He's been out with injury. How he's gonna? I could see him making a comeback and reuniting like the Wyatt family, yeah. getting Randy out that way. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, I, I could see that. I mean, you know, Rowan was uh, not he was the least push out of them. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. He was the the, the third guy. That doesn't mean that there's that there's not something there for sure for him to come back and do something. 
And you're saying, what would you say, turn on, get on Randy or something yeah, like, like that? Yeah, get Randy out of the group and let's bring the family back together where it, where it started. Right, not, right, right. And not that Rowan's like the most over of the Wyatts. Right, right, right. But, but you could still do that, right? To yeah. get To bring old life but to bring new life back in because yeah the randy thing's gotten stale you know you know the breakup's bit. coming yeah it's, it's stale. just let's get there it's definitely stale yeah i agree i i think you gotta do something there um i also want to talk about too before i wrap the show um we saw um what's her name um drawing a blank blank city jones here oh man Carmella, thank you. Staten Island, Queen of Staten Island. We saw her work. Okay, she had Ellsworth. Man, Ellsworth really fell. Uh, man, he's the guy was in the world title thing and all that. But God bless him. He's running around holding hands with Carmella. I guess he's not complaining. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, is that a bumper bumper or is that a do do do? Well, I meant from a creative standpoint, it might be a bump down Jones. But but uh, it's cool. Whatever they're doing, I think they're building something where Carmella is going to be a real heel bitchy girl and and turn on this guy and. And slap the piss out of him or kick him in the nuts or something, which would be hilarious. They'll just like kick his ass, kick him in the ass, throw him down the flight of steps or something. But, um, you know, it'd be funny. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's you know, quasi bully, I guess. But I'm just saying, if a chick is doing that, she's a heel. She's got to be like that mean girl. But I want to talk about that. If you notice, she wrestled um, last night, Carmella, against arguably, no one else is saying this probably but me, uh, arguably one of the most unique looking characters that i've seen in wrestling in a long time that is like you know first sight you know you're like wow it factor different unique and this is a young lady that they were calling cj what were they calling cj lund cj loon something like that lundy lundy something like that okay uh you know that's uh uh, that's that's kitty thunders okay she 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 works she's an independent worker Okay, uh, you could go check her out on her Twitter page at, at Kitty Thunders, K-I-T-T-Y Thunders. That's who she is, and, and her Twitter handle is interesting. Uh, I mean, her bio, it says, Extra fancy lady wrestler extraordinaire, 95 years young, wrestling since 1946. It's pretty funny. Um, she's from Indianapolis, according to this gimmick here on her Twitter. Uh, she's, she's, she's a young, young worker and, and stuff like that. I've never seen her work. I, I, I've heard of her because she's so different. Um, but seeing her yesterday, I'm like, and then it took me a while for her name to click for me, but seeing her, I was like, wow, talk about somebody who's different. I mean, just so, so different. And she's like a 1940s type worker. And, and if you watch the match and listen to it, the commentary is basically, yeah, they were ripping her, but it was about her. It was about, we'll call it Kitty. It was about Kitty. I mean, it wasn't about Carmella. Now, I'm not saying there's more to, maybe they'll do more with this girl, Kitty. I think she kind of messed up a spot to finish a little bit, which looked a little dangerous. And that could put you definitely in the principal's office, like, oh, we don't want that because we don't want anybody getting injured. But who knows, maybe it's miscommunication. I'm sure it's the first time these girls worked, I would assume. Um, it's tough when you're on live TV and you know, you're a couple of, you know, Carmella's not exactly like a ring veteran. You know, she's working for a while, but she's not like a seasoned pro. Um, she knows her stuff, and I'm a fan of Carmella, as you guys know, but that the commentary, I, I can promise you, is probably a lot of it's coming from <laughs> the big boss. And uh, because that type of character probably brought some memories back for him of some of the old school workers and, you know, back with, you know, even some of the ladies that were famous from old school workers, females, like the, the, the you know, the great Mae Youngs and the great, uh, you know, uh, women of that era, uh, uh, and Mula, the fabulous Mula, Mula obviously, you know, so she had that look. 
you know, my wife doesn't normally watch wrestling much. She's you know, busy doing other stuff, and I'm in one of the rooms in our house, and I say, yeah, I tell her, hey, come in here, you know, check this out. And she's like, no, leave me alone, shut up. I'm like, no, no, please come in the room. I want you to say, no, shut up. I'm like, no, no, I got to beg her. Like, she doesn't, she avoids me, you know. So, so no, no, I'm kidding. Come on. With you, Scott. So, so she comes in the room, and I'm like, look at, look at this. And I didn't tell her what she was about to say. And she starts cracking up. She's like, what the heck? She looks like, like an old school. I go, yeah. It was so unique. Like, I, I was, it was riveting to me to see her, this girl, this young girl dressed like her hair, her boots. Her, her, it's so unique. We've seen this with the vaudevillians, as I call them. We've seen this with, uh, we've seen with the Jack Gallagher, like old school throwback type feel. I don't recall ever seeing it with a female. Do you? No, this, she, she looks like a... I had a like pin a, up the pinup girls. The 1950 pinup was pin exactly girls. what I was going to say. Yeah, so because I'm so smart, I say read it my mind. No, yeah, that, well, anyway. So, what's your thoughts on her? No, it was just uh, it was nice to see. I'm I'm enjoying these matches where they're bringing in the enhancement talent to to put over the the mid card, whether it be male or female. Like how Strowman first when they when they first started pushing Strowman, I like them bringing in these independent workers. And she she has this. I mean, I'm looking at pictures of her. She's got this very unique look, and it is. It's not. She's she's not like overpowering like Nia Jax. Like she's got this. Nia Jax has this big, you know, big frame. Like she's right, right. Big, yeah. She's she's an average looking woman. It's just she's carved out. Yeah, she's her own her own style. Yeah, she doesn't look like. Yeah, she's. She really has, and she's different, and it's so hard. I've talked about this before. It's so hard in this day and age in the industry to be different. It really is, and she's done that. I mean, just her look, and then she was on this grand stage last night. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they, man, what the hell they got to lose? You know, have a build up, build, put her down in Florida, let her get better in the ring, and, and she looked like she was nervous. And so she might be a great worker. I've never really seen her work work. I knew she was, but you could be a great worker. But when the red light's on, the pressure's on, if you can't knock it out of the park, then you still got to learn. You're not considered a great worker anymore. That's And, and, and you know, she might have just choked. And that happens. Because, you know, she, the way she moved around the ring, like that old school feel, like it was so cool. I mean, I just think there's something there and WWE should hang on to her. If not, you know, if, whoever, TNA or uh, Owl Wrestling, Impact, whatever. <laughs> Who like somebody still no nothing from the sound effects store from that right no no owls yeah well the show's ending so we're almost done here so but anyway I just find that really uh, really uh, you know I found that gimmick really really interesting and I thought it was really really cool so uh, all right let's call it a day because I got to make it quick Mr GQ and Newberg you're on the Taz show what's up buddy hey one moment though Taz how are you buddy talk to me I'm doing. I just want to give you a big uh, congratulations to the 300th episode and the 12 days of stale bread. Really helped me get through uh, the holidays. Losing my grandmother, and my great grandmother, within weeks of each other. Oh, I'm sorry but, to hear that. Very yeah. sorry to hear that. My condolences. Yeah, it, was, it was it was pretty tough, but those 12 days of stale bread tasted delicious. You know what I mean? All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate that. And again, uh, my condolences to you and your family. Oh, without a doubt. You know, and um, all I gotta say is. Uh, uh, Mr. Lumberjack, I think uh, I think you got something good going on with your little segment that could possibly happen. How about good morning? 
a good moment with the Lumberjacks. Good moment. It could be. Well, we, we could be. It's got to be more Twitter feel, Mr. GQ. That's what we're leaning towards. We're trying to try uh, to feel. Someone just tweeted me that uh, that uh, those hacks over at, and thank you for calling, Mr. GQ. And i got to wrap the show up in a second. Who's this? Uh, the Real Max, AKH, just tweeted me. said, Mike and Mike, the job was on ESPN, uh, couldn't figure something out, so they went to a poll. Holy God. They went on a Twitter poll. Dude, that's, I've been doing that for over a year on this show. You kidding me? Jesus. It's unbelievable. Oh, Hot City Jones. Yeah, so there's the 300. Oh, man. A lot of shows, dude. So I want to thank everybody again, everybody here at CBS and at Play It. And, of course, all the people that have worked on the show. I thank you so much. For all the efforts and obviously the fan base, all the people have downloaded the, the, the audio or the VOD of the show or listen or watch live. I thank you very much. No doubt about that. And I had a lot of fun. Everybody who called the show, interacted on Twitter, thank you, thank you. Okay, so for a video, Brian and for Anthony handling the calls and obviously for the lumberjack, Dennis Jones. I am Taz. You are not. We'll be at you tomorrow. Thank you, everybody. Hope you like the show. Talk to you later. When I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering Where they got the Bacardi at To go and pour another drink just to get Shoes, you know what I've been going through, and it's